Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, good morning again as we gather here for worship, and I forgot one important part. I'll be right back. I got my new social distancing stick, so that way I can make sure you stay at least six feet away, and of course, if you don't, just a good whack on the head, that'll take care of it. Well, as we gather here this morning, uh, we begin a new sermon series, and this series entitled Summer Slump. I don't know if you know it or not, but we talk about seasonal you know, disorders, and it's called SAD. Usually we think about the wintertime, but there's actually a summertime as well, and really probably any season, because we all have seasons in our life where we are just in a bit of a slump. We could be in a slump because of things going on in our, in our lives financially, um, medically, relationally. Sometimes there's things that are kind of outside of our hands, things that we can control. I mean, right now we've got the whole COVID-19 thing. We've got social and political unrest in our nation. And there's a lot that can make us feel like we're in a bit of a slump. We're anxious, we're uncertain, we're uneasy and scared. So we're going to explore God's work. And here in the Bible stories, we're going to find those who have fallen into a slump and see how God meets them in their lowest moments. Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this amazing day. We give you thanks and praise for the gift of your love and for your ever-presence with us. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Well, as I said just a few moments earlier, we begin this new series called Summer Slump. And, you know, as Dale said, if you, it was for most of you, how many of you, i got to ask, you can see online, and you can raise your hands here. How many of you had fireworks in your neighborhoods? <laughs> yeah, you know, mine went to 2 o'clock in the morning. It's a beautiful show of fireworks that lasted at 2 o'clock, rocked the house to about 2 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, when you have one of those kind of nights, you we're usually a little sluggish. Anyone feeling kind of sluggish? <laughs> you know, for those of you live stream, you're probably sitting at home in a cup of coffee and jammy saying like, ugh, second cup of coffee. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to kind of get your arms, kind of, you know, get woken up a little bit, a little calisthenics. Come on, come on, get moving here. Now put them up in the air. Just hold them up there like that. Keep waving them like that. I'm going to keep you, don't put them down. Got to keep them. You can wave them. I'm going to read our, our main verse today as you do that. On live too, you have to do it because they're doing it, so don't you drop the ball here. Exodus 17, verse 12. Eventually, Moses' hands felt heavy. Psst, psst. So Aaron and Hur took a rock and put it under him and sat on it. And he held up one hand and Hur held up the other. His hands remained steady until sunset. Some of you have put your hands down. I did not say you should put your hands down. Get them back up again. No, no, you can put your hands down. Go ahead. You know, have you ever done that before? You put your hands up after a while? Like it's kind of tiring. And that's what we have. We have Moses. He's, he's got his, his rod, you know, his staff, his big stick, and he's led God's people. A little earlier, you know, God had said, because the people were thirsty, you know, pound on that rock and water was provided. And now the Amalekites are attacking God's people. And so Moses sends Joshua, you know, to confront the Amalekites. And Moses notices that as he's holding his arms up there and holding up his staff, that what happens? That God's people are victorious. But, you know, after a while, what begins to happen? 
It gets, begins to get kind of heady. You know, it, he begins to kind of wobble just a little bit, trying to hold this up. And he knows as, as he wobbles and as he, just got to put his arms down for just a moment, that the Amalekites begin to turn the battle. And the Israelites, Joshua, begins losing. So anyway, he's got to push his arms back up there again. Oh, and he's holding up there. And now they're, they're, they're victorious again. And then he's kind of, oh, and it's just, I don't know. Have you ever felt like that before? But it's, just, it's, it's just hard to kind of keep going, hard to kind of keep holding everything up. We know it's important for us to know as we go through this series and as we focus on these words and this event here with Moses that none of us are called to live our Christian life in isolation. Now that is incredibly hard in the current situation. I mean, we're gathered this morning. We're wearing, you know, micro, or mi- microphones. I'm wearing a microphone. We're wearing masks. We're, um, you know, social distancing. I mean, Fourth of July, a lot of us spent it at home. We didn't do our normal events. That's probably why there were so many extra fireworks going on in the neighborhoods. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard for us to feel like we're connected. But we are not called to live our life in isolation of one another. As God's people, as followers of Jesus, as Christians, we are called to live life together. None of us are called to live the Christian life alone. We know as I read through this text here, and again, we're going to focus on these words here in verse 12. There are two challenges that, that I think this brings out to us. First challenge is probably best captured in a song that came out almost 55 years ago to the date, July 19th, 1965. See if there's any song buffs out here that know what song it is online. If you know what song it is, you put it out there. But it's a song, this song really is a cry for help. Do you know that song? It goes something like this. Help me if you can, I'm feeling down and i appreciate you being round help me get my feet back on the ground won't you please what help, help me. me it's the beatles like john lennon you know wrote that song and in an interview later on he said these words about that song when help came out i was actually crying for help so this is a guy this is the beatles john lennon gifted musician i mean everything was right before them yet he was crying out for help I think the first challenge that we see in this text, and as we talk about following Jesus, is the ability to say, I need help. That's not always easy to say. It's not always easy for us to be vulnerable. We like, you know, when we can see someone else's vulnerability, we see that maybe they're weak and we know that we're strong, but when we are struggling, when we are hurting, when we are in a slump, it's sometimes hard for us to reach out and say, hey, I need help. Help me if you can. Again, you think about Moses. You know, we don't know if Moses turned to those guys and said, Guys, I, I need some help. I can't keep doing this, you know, all day long. He did it till the sun set, right? Whether he said that or whether they just recognized it or not, they, they helped him. But he was obviously needed help. I and mean, then for myself, you know, I'm like probably a lot of you. I don't like to be vulnerable. I don't like to ask for help unless I really tend to get pretty desperate asking for help. You know the real reason for that, that we do that? The real reason that we don't like to ask for help is, I think, because of our pride. Because we think, I can do this on my own. You know, this is Nebraska. We pull ourselves up by our bootstraps and we kind of just keep plugging along. 
And yet we miss out what God provides for us, his help through others. We miss out calling out to our God, our help in ages past, the one who is always there for us in his son, Jesus Christ. Now, you know, when Moses looks for help, and, and really when we look for help, it, we're, we're not showing vulnerability or weakness. What we're saying is, I'm not ready to give up. I want to keep on going. Again, this is an important truth for us to understand. None of us are called to live the Christian life alone. We live it in community. Now, our community is a bit different right now because we have some of us, you know, meeting in person. We have a number of us meeting, you know, live stream. We're not connecting the way we usually connect, yet we are still connected in Jesus Christ. We're two or more gathered. He is there with us. He promises never to abandon us and brings us together as his church, as his people, to be of help to one another. So the first challenge is that, you know, the ability to acknowledge that, hey, we need help, I need help. The second is the ability to see those around me who need help holding up their arms. Think about this, Aaron and, and her, you know, whether Moses asked or whether they just recognized that he needed help. And so what do they do? They get this, this stone, I don't know how big the stone is, you know, big enough that, that they could roll it over, move it over, and Moses could sit down on that stone. And, and then, of course, you know, again, he's, he's holding up the staff, and, he, and they notice every time it waffles, the battle turns. And so they get there, and they have one on his left and one on his right, holding up his arms, holding it up through the entirety of the battle until they are victorious. See, Aaron and, and her had the ability to see that Moses needed help. And as God calls us to live not in isolation, but in community with one another, he also calls us to be of help to one another. And maybe you know someone right now, maybe you're helping someone right now, whether it's financial or emotional, spiritual, prayer, physical help, social help. There are a variety of ways we can be of help to those who are in need around us could also be one of the most risky prayers to pray. If right now no one comes to mind, you think, I'm not really helping anybody, I'll challenge you, pray. Pray to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you those who are in need of help. Those that you can, like Aaron and her, you know, provide them that seed. You can hold up their arms. You can encourage them. It's risky because, again, God, God will answer that prayer and provide you the opportunity to be of help. Again, we don't live our Christian life in isolation. And even though it's a bit, you know, here's a big technical term right now, wonky right now in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, we are still called to live life together, to live life together with our Savior, Jesus Christ, to live life together as those who are loved by him, who follow him and receive the gifts that he offers. So here's a challenge for us today. Twofold challenge, questions for us to reflect on. First question is this. Whose arms can you be holding up? Again, we talked about that prayer, right? It's a risky prayer, but whose arms can you be holding up? Who do you know right now? Family, friends, neighbors, co-workers, you know, people that you know from the congregation within the community. You can hold them up. You can offer them support and encouragement and strength. And the second question. 
The second question is who's holding up your arms? If right now you're in a slump, if right now you feel vulnerable, if right now you're struggling, who can you turn to to help hold up your arms? Know that as you turn to God, God will provide for you the people in your life, we as a community of believers, to hold up one another. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. We pray, Holy Spirit, we pray that you do two things for us as we reflect on this event with Moses' life as they held up his hands and provided him a seat. One, that we would acknowledge our own weakness, our own need for help. That we don't rely on our own strength, but we rely on your strength and the love and care and the presence of those that you provide for us, especially through our Christian congregation. But also, Lord, help us to see, uh, have eyes that see and, and hearts that are moved with the compassion you have for us in your Son, Jesus Christ. To love and serve those, Lord, who are in need of help. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.